And that, my friend, is one of the hidden superpowers of having a HELOC and using it properly. Additionally, like a traditional mortgage, you have the ability to take an interest deduction on any of the interest that you pay. However, the power of being able to use money that has not yet been taxed can be even more powerful. That's right. Anytime you take money out of your HELOC, there is no requirement or no reporting to pay tax on it. That is also a major hidden benefit that most people don't even realize. Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be in front of you again because I have got some great information to share with you today. Uh, it is a beautiful day, by the way. It is 55 degrees today. We're smack dab in the middle of February. I had a great road trip last week where I was down in Washington, D.C., Virginia area. Met with some terrific entrepreneurs and business owners down there. Then I drove up to New Jersey, met with a group of people up there with some very, very exciting things that we're pulling together. And here I am back in front of the microphone, and I've got a very, very powerful episode for you today. Something that we've all heard of. But something that I think a lot of people don't understand, the true power of the home equity line of credit, which is also known as a HELOC for short. A HELOC, it's a type of revolving credit line that you can use repeatedly, pull from, pay off, similar to a credit card. However, the guidelines vary a little bit. And typically you can access somewhere between 80 and 85%, sometimes as much as 90% of the equity in your home or rental property or vacation property when you have one of these types of mortgages. You can actually have this as a second mortgage or it can be your first mortgage. And I absolutely am going to blow your mind with some of the things I'm gonna tell you today. Now I'll go through some of the basics and I'm going to you know just kind of lay the groundwork, but at the end of today's episode, I'm gonna go through some very unique things that most people don't even know that you can tap into with a HELOC. Now, the repayment terms on many of these can be anywhere from 20 to 30 years, depending on the lender. And home equity lines of credit typically have just been basically advertised as a spending tool. So you'll see ads for HELOCs that say, you know, buy a four-wheeler or buy that boat you've been wanting or pay for that new roof or a wedding or use it to uh, pay for college or a family vacation. Those are all ways to spend more money. Not real big fan of those, although that is a one way to finance all these things. But ultimately, all you're doing is spending more money. So you're putting yourself deeper in debt, owning less and less and less of your own income. However, the HELOC is much more powerful than a tool that we that most of us even realize. The best way to describe a HELOC compared to a traditional mortgage, I guess, would be to say that it's a two-way street as opposed to a traditional mortgage being a one-way street. And here's how that makes sense. 
When you make a mortgage payment, the lender takes your payment, applies it to a large amount of interest, and I'm gonna go through that in just a second, and then a smaller amount of principal. When the payment is accepted, there is no way to get that money back unless you either sell the home, refinance the mortgage, and take cash out, which could be very expensive, costing you thousands of dollars, not to mention that you'd be resetting the mortgage amortization schedule back to the first payment that you ever made. So not really a, a very fond of that idea. However, with a HELOC, because it functions as a two-way street, not only can you put money in when you're paying the mortgage balance down, but you can take money back out anytime that you want. So most people with a HELOC just make a small monthly payment, many times interest only, just like they would be paying off any other debt. However, I'm gonna show you, and this is what savvy people are doing right now, is they can deposit money into this account, not just the money they're using to pay it down, but we've got some people that are literally putting whatever money they make into this account and leaving it there until they need it to pay bills. So they're literally depositing their income into the HELOC. It lowers the average daily balance of the debt, thereby reducing the amount of interest that's charged. And when you need to access more money, you can simply pull it out from the HELOC and repeat that process just like any two-way street over and over again. So here's the important part. It's how the interest is charged that is crucial. Mortgage interest is calculated based on the amount owed on the last day of the previous month. So let's just use an example, easy math. You know I love easy math. If you owe $400,000 on your mortgage and at the end of the month, your interest rate is let's say 4%, the calculation would look something like this. Take 400,000 times 4% and then take that number, divide it by 12 because there's 12 months in a year, the 4% is your annual interest rate. And in this particular case, that would come to $1,333 per month, or for that month, I should say. So on that month's payment for the mortgage, on a $400,000 mortgage, you're paying $1,333 in interest. In this case, your total payment would be about $1,900. So out of the $1,900, only 567 of it is going towards the principal. Does that make sense? So at the end of the next month, your balance of the mortgage is 399,333. You only paid down the mortgage $567 on a $1,900 payment. HELOC interest is much different than that. Your HELOC is calculated based on the average daily balance, not on the ending balance at the last day of the month. So here is the power of that. If you understand how to use your HELOC and you deposit into it regularly, you can keep your balance low or lower during the month and therefore you're gonna pay a lot less interest over the life of the loan. And that, my friend, is one of the hidden superpowers of having a HELOC and using it properly. Additionally, like a traditional mortgage, you have the ability to take an interest deduction on any of the interest that you pay However, the power of being able to use money that has not yet been taxed can be even more powerful. That's right. Anytime you take money out of your HELOC, there is no requirement or no reporting to pay tax on it. That is also a major hidden benefit that most people don't even realize. Okay, so the next question I have for you is, do you think that you can use your home equity to make money? And this is also another hidden superpower, but let me just start by saying the idea of using a house as collateral 
to obtain credit is older than you think. And although it's an old idea, it's still a pretty good one. So let's discuss some of the cool ways that you can use your home equity to make more money. There is a wide range of options for making more money using your home equity. Let's discuss some of the more popular ones, maybe some of the ones that you've already heard of. Like for example, some people use their home equity when they're selling their house and they're maybe they're downsizing, they're buying a smaller house or they're buying a less expensive house. You have a lot of home equity built up. You could sell your current home, buy a smaller or less expensive one and pocket the difference. Then you'd have cash. And of course, this isn't an option for everyone, but if you're an empty nester or someone who's looking to downsize or go into a less expensive house, or you simply want to just move out of state or change the neighborhood that you're in, this could be a viable option for you and a great way to use your home equity to make money. Another thing that I think is fairly popular today is renting out a part of your house. Uh, maybe it's the, the, the lower level, the bottom floor, or a spare bedroom, or you know, finished basement, or whatever, whatever you call it. You may be able to make some extra money by renting it out. And I think some people like this idea. It's not something that I'm very fond of, but some people have no problem with it. And obviously, if you need to do some home improvements in order to make it livable for that situation, you could use the equity in your home and you could use it as a home improvement project. You could write off the interest and you probably are going to end up adding more value to your home at the same time. How about, and this is rich dad, poor dad all over again, taking out home equity in order to invest in another property. So if you're interested in real estate investing, but you don't have the cash to buy a property, you may be able to use the home equity to use that as a loan to finance the purchase. Just remember that you know when you do something like this, there's going to be risk because you're going into something that is um, potentially going to go up in value most likely, but could go down in value. So that decision shouldn't be made lightly. But this is the whole crux of the rich dad, poor dad philosophy of using your, what he calls debt equity that's in your home, that's doing nothing, that's earning nothing and using that to reinvest it in other real estate and create income from that. So that's another thing that you can use a home equity line of credit for that you couldn't do with a traditional mortgage. Unless you did a cash out, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. And for you guys that have been listening to me podcast for a while, you know that investing in yourself is something that I'm a big believer in, whether it's taking courses or investing in a business or even starting a business, you can use your home equity to invest in yourself. Uh, this could you know, really make a change for you. I mean, if, if you're the type of person that would like to just increase your ability to um, climb the corporate ladder. There are ways that you can do that using um, money to invest in yourself, um, upskilling yourself by taking courses that interest you. I think a better skill set will ultimately translate to more money for you down the road. And also paying off high interest debts with your home equity. This is sort of like, again, one of the most popular ones. If you have high interest debt credit cards, you may be able to use that home equity to pay that off. Although it won't exactly make you money, it can be a good way to save money and get yourself out of debt more quickly. So obviously that's going to do nothing but help your finances down the road. One of the more obvious things that you can do with a home equity line of credit would be using it to pay off high interest debt, such as a credit card or a personal loan. Um, obviously this is not going to make you money, but it's going to get you out of debt much quicker than you would otherwise just making monthly payments. The next thing I'm going to talk about is something that I've been doing for quite some time and you have to be careful when you do this. I'm going to just put that out there up front. 
But if you are interested, you can use your HELOC to invest. Now, you might want to invest. You might be one of those people that would love to invest, but you don't have the cash to do it. You could use your HELOC to start investing in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, even cryptocurrencies. However, before you do this, you have to know there's risk. It's important to understand that all of these investments carry risk because they can lose value. And because the value of your investments can go down as well as up, you could end up losing money. So I tell people all the time, you have to know your risk tolerance. You have to tread very carefully because using a HELOC to invest in the stock market or any other investment that can lose value has risk involved. I personally would be more inclined to um, use equity from my home if I was going to take out equity to invest to invest it in something that had a guarantee of interest and a guarantee of principal and I didn't have the ability to lose. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time, you know that this is one area that I have a lot of expertise in, that I'm very familiar with the nuances of how to set up these permanent life insurance policies to properly mitigate risk. So they have that guarantee of interest and they have the guarantee of principal and you know that the money is accessible through liquidity and you've got tax benefits that are built into it. So in that case, using home equity to jumpstart these policies as opposed to just paying out of your earnings, this is a creative way to jumpstart your growth. And as always, guys, um, just feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to pick my brain and just get the nuances of how this can work. And if it can work for your family, I'm happy to go through that with you. Final thoughts on this topic is that you can find out your home equity by simply calculating the difference between your property's value currently and the amount of money that you owe to the bank. There are many different ways to use home equity to make money. But before you make any decisions like that, it's always important to understand the risks involved as with anything. So be sure to do your research. And if you have a financial professional that you feel comfortable with, who understands the nuances of these financial tools, make sure that you're consulting with that person and going through your unique situation. So let me just shift gears to talk about what the requirements are for you to get a home equity line of credit and where you can get some. And of course, always in the show notes, there'll be uh, some links that can help you with that. But you do have to have good credit, which um, (laughs) big, big reference to the last episode I did on credit and why it's so important, because lenders are going to view your credit score and your credit history to determine if you're able to even qualify for these. You're going to have to show sufficient income and documentation. So you're going to have to show them your wages or if you're self-employed, all the things that they'll need, the tax returns and so on and so forth. And you're going to have to show them that you have a good credit history and you've made your payments on time. And that will depend on the rate that they give you. Typically, home equity lines of credit have a variable rate interest as opposed to a fixed rate like a traditional mortgage. So my suggestion to you is compare lenders, shop around a little bit, gather the documentation that you're going to need in order to apply. The beautiful part is most, if not all, home equity lines I've ever seen don't have closing costs. So other than getting your house appraised, which is going to cost you probably three or four or five hundred dollars to have the house appraised, and they'll usually put that into the loan so you don't even have to come up with the cash to do that. That's all you really need to do. And then you prepare for the closing, have the house appraised, and usually this you know, takes somewhere between three and four or maybe six weeks on the outset, depending on how busy the uh, lending institution is that you're dealing with. And then you have access to the funds. 
And after the loan's closed, you know, usually you have a three-day right of rescission in a lot of states that you can change your mind. But once that's done, you have this line of credit. It can be used for all the things that we discussed. It's a very powerful instrument. And there is much more that you can get accomplished when you're fiscally conservative and you understand the power of having this HELOC in your back pocket. All right, that's going to be it for today. I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope you learned some things that you potentially didn't know. And as always, feel comfortable sending me a direct message on Instagram or any social media profile that we are, that you're linked to us with or right on our family business website, thefamilybusiness.info. You go right to the podcast section. You can click on comments on any particular podcast. I read all of those myself personally. So if there's one that comes in, there's a very good chance that I'm probably going to answer it or address it in the next podcast episode that I do. Guys, it's been amazing. Looking forward to the next one. Until then, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.